This is Star Wars Rant Comics Cast. With your host, Brian Seddon, along with Chad Viz. Star Wars Rant Comics Cast brings you comic storylines, reviews, and analysis. Part 3, Vader. Turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Empire. After the destruction of the Death Star, the disgraced Sith Lord Darth Vader has been demoted by his master, only to have his control be taken by Grand General Tag. And when Vader has discovered that a mole has been leaking information to the pirate raiders, it was made clear to him that no person can be trusted. Unknown to Emperor Palpatine and Tag, however, Vader is also quietly pursuing his own interests. The mysterious, four-strong pilot who destroyed the Death Star and the identity of the stranger who is conspiring with the Emperor. But for this, he will need his own personal secret forces. Hey, welcome to Star Wars Rant Comics Cast. We're doing Vader number three. Chad? Yeah. Take it away. Okay, Vader number three. So as the crawl opening crawl ended, um, it talked about Vader needing his own personal secret forces. Uh, as he tries to kind of go behind the Emperor's back to find out just who this young pilot is and also who is, uh, who's this mysterious stranger that's been with the Empire, Emperor. So this is a kind of a key issue. This one, when it came out, was highly sought after. I had a guy come in the comic store buy like every copy almost that I had, and that is because it's a first appearance issue. This is the first appearance of a brand new Star Wars character, Dr. Aphra. So Dr. Aphra introduced in uh, Star or Vader number three, and it starts off with her uh, in a what appears to be like a ship or or in a, a factory of some kind, uh, kind of talking to herself, talking about that there's a lot of surveillance um, that has already been bypassed, but she knows there's something else there, but she just can't see it. So she blows this like, what does she call it? Stealth Microdroid Dust out of her hand. Um, and what it does is it reveals a bunch of min- minute little mini microbots with laser beams attached to their freaking heads. And they're shooting these laser beams across this narrow bridge that she is trying to pass to get to a giant vault door. So because of the dust that she spread, she can see the lasers and she crawls, army crawls underneath them gets to the vault door, opens it, and we find that she's looking at this microchip um, motherboard type thing. And she says, hello, triple zero personality matrix. You're looking delightful this evening. So it's a personality matrix for some kind of droid called triple zero. It shows her detaching it, um, putting it in her pocket, and then crawling back underneath all the lasers across the narrow bridge. Uh, but, of course, she almost makes it to the very end, but stands up a little too soon and crosses one of the laser beams, thereby setting off all the security fi- features. Laser blasts start flying after her explosions. She's running through uh, the hallway at a fast pace as things are blowing up behind her. She kind of looks over her shoulder, and here comes a droid Dakar, the ones that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon ran away from because you just there's no way to destroy them. So there's one with a force field rolling after her, and she quickly dodges into a room. The door shuts, and it goes flying past her. 
And she almost says, it's like she almost is having a sigh of relief as she's laying on the floor. And then someone says her name, Dr. Afra. He says, you are an irresponsible and troublesome woman. And you see this little alien man with five, six, um, what are they? Super, battle droids? They super, super battle, battle droids? droids? Yeah, from yeah. the Clone Wars. Pointing their arms at her, ready to just fire. And she says, hey, what's his name? Utani Zane. You're working here? Why am I not surprised? And she holds up her hands in surrender. They take the, the droid chip and her gun. And the alien continues to insult her, um, you know, as he did earlier, saying why she's an irresponsible woman. And there's some banter that goes back and forth. And as they're talking, uh, this curator, which apparently this is like a museum that has this triple uh, zero personality matrix in it. The curator, which is this alien that's been insulting her, takes it. And one of the battle droids says, Curator Utah Zane, incoming TIE fighter. And you see landing right next to her ship, Vader's special TIE fighter. Vader gets out of it and approaches this uh, curator, the droids, and Dr. Afra, And uh, the, the curator says, Lord Vader, this is a quarantine world. Treaties clearly state... And Vader says, enough. And they all go flying backwards as Vader Force pushes all the security droids away. Um, one of the, the curator again yells, Lord Vader. And a couple droids that are still left start firing at him. Um, as the curator tries to escape, Vader slashes down the droids, no problem. And Afra attacks and tackles this curator, thereby causing him to drop the personality matrix. And of course, he doesn't just drop it in an easy-to-grab place. No, it bounces a couple times and falls off a platform. Because, you know, when you're in buildings in Star Wars, there always has to be platforms that lead into <laughs> bottomless pits. And that's where this droid matrix bounces. She dives for it, leaps off the platform, grabs it with one hand, and by the skin of her teeth grabs the the platform. Uh, Vader slowly walks up to the curator. Basically, it, it looks like he puts the saber through his back. I mean, is that? Yes. Yeah, he just kills him uh, straight Yeah. Up. At first, I thought he was like, he, "Don't he, move," but no, Vader doesn't do that. So no, he stabs him in the back, and the curator says, "Gook." Yeah, like that's that. definitely so a he's, death. He's dead. A death noise. That's a death noise. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Doctor Afra is hanging off the the platform into the bottomless pit that is in all Star Wars buildings, um, and Vader looks down at her, offers her, her offers her his hand, and says, "I have need of you." So the next panel we have is in Afra's ship, um, which is called the Archangel. And she goes through this awkward thing of not knowing what to call Vader. So she calls him Sir Darth Vader. Big fan. Huge. So apparently she's related to Donald Trump. And she says, how can I help you? And Vader says, this is private business. I re recently destroyed some of your reactivated droids. They impressed me. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lord Vader, she says. Sir, your majesty, your illustriousness, honestly, no idea. Uh, I'm a rogue archaeologist, not a protocol droid. Getting the right protocol droid is the reason I was here. How did you find me anyway? So she's after a protocol droid um, because she has a job that she's trying to do, and Triple Zero um, is a protocol droid. And so she asks how he found her, and you kind of see some flashback scenes of Vader roughing a bunch of people up. He's throwing cooks into walls. He's he's just force throwing people everywhere. 
Um, there's a hologram of the Death Star for some reason in one of the, the flashbacks, so I'm not entirely sure why that's there. Yeah. And uh, she says, actually, I don't want to know, do I? And so she goes on to explain to him why she was getting triple zeros personality matrix, saying that it had a few bugs, uh, twitchy coupling, neuro-cybernetic glitches, tendencies to drain organics to, their, to collect their blood, that kind of thing. So homicidal protocol droid and if you've listened to our podcast before talking about comics triple zero is one of her droids later on and he's he likes to kill humans and alive things he is a killing machine literally literally so she says you know he's got all these problems but i need he speaks a bunch of languages and uh i need i need him for that because uh the problem is though uh, there's a code on this personality matrix that uh, I'm going to have to unlock. It's going to take me a few hours to break into it. Um, and as soon as I'm done with that, I can help you. So and then Vader's just been standing there this whole time. And then here we get a little bit of insight to there's still some Anakin here. There's still some Anakin yeah. in Vader. So as she's talking to him, he walks over to a computer monitor with a keyboard and just starts typing away. Type, type, type away on this keyboard. And she says, what are you doing? And he turns away and she says, oh, you've unlocked it. You didn't have the codes. How did you do it? And so we know Anakin's good at tinkering, right? He's really good with fixing things and something that he was always really good at being able to do. And he kind of whined about that to Padme once. Apparently hasn't lost that ability. He's still real good at tinkering and being able to get into things. So she can just say, you're even more interesting than I thought, than I could have hoped for, Sir Vader. And finally, he says, Lord Vader, continue. And she says, okay, give me a second. I'll get this installed. So she puts this microchip into a black protocol droid. Looks just like C-3PO, except for he's black. When he comes to, his eyes glow red. And he says, oh, hello. I'm O-O-O, or triple zero, if you prefer. I'm a protocol droid specialized in etiquette, customs, translation, and torture, ma'am. And he says, charmed to meet you, I'm sure. And immediately she says, override, imprint master on all individuals present, codename Aphra, codename Vader. And the triple zero says, ah, better not shake hands then. My, may route a fatal shock through my palm, old habits die hard and all that. So we have a C-3PO that's a murder, murder bot. He likes to kill things and he was about to kill Aphra until, he, until she overrode his, I guess, his programming and made her and Vader to be the master. So they have to, he has to follow them. So he asks, how can I help you? And uh, she says, you have to tell this boy to wake up. And she pulls out an old astromech. And Vader comments, all this effort for a simple astromech. And Aphra says, not exactly. This is BT-1, a blastomech prototype. Does enough to pass as an astro, but but it's primarily cover. It's a specialized assassin's droid. And then she goes on to tell how she got him. Um, And it, it sounds like Tarkin... Um, so here it says, sadly, it's entirely homicidal. Wiped out its Tarkin initiative base before setting the place to be self-destructed and jettisoning itself into space. Um, I found it fitted with some stronger behavior inhibitors, but can't get it to wake up. Its core identity only speaks the R&D language of the base that disappeared along with it. Um, and so Triple Zero says, ah, and I was also a product of the good Sir Tarkin's initiative. And so I'm entirely fluent with all internal test languages. This is a wonderful plan, Mistress Afra. So apparently Tarkin has had this initiative where they were making assassin droids. 
I don't recall seeing this anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, uh, that's the first I've I've heard of that. You haven't seen that in any books or anything? Not that I recall. So, yeah, so this is, obviously we know Tarkin was on the Death Star. That was kind of his baby uh, that he stole from, uh, what's his face, um, in Rogue One. What's his face? Krennic. Krennic, yep. Krennic. Krennic. Director Craig. Hey, so just real quick, I, yep. I looked it up on Wikipedia. Tarkin Initiative, a secret think tank with the Advanced Weapons Research Division of the Empire, uh, is founded by Tarkin. It gave birth to both the Death Star and the second Death Star. Um, officers within the initiative, like Krennic, were guarded by death troopers. So Krennic was so, part of this Tarkin And then it goes initiative. on to talk about the, uh, the assassin droids. Okay. So Aphra has found her way into having two of them. Um, and so she asks Triple uh, Zero to wake BT up. And he says in whatever language he needs to, BT-1, wake up. And BT-1 wakes up with a bleep. And a bleep, bleep, bleep has <laughs> has missiles, uh, gun turrets, everything come out of his, his, his hatches aimed at Vader and Aphra. Ready to blow them up. Uh, Vader ignites his lightsaber. Obviously not probably afraid. And Triple Zero steps in between and says, No, BT-1, you cannot possibly do that. These are our masters also. Who would clean up the mess? And so BT disengages. Um, and then we move on to Afra kind of having a little bit of... I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. She's like in a corner with her knees up to her, to her chest. Her arms kind of crossed and with her head down. Um, I go, maybe she's just glad she survived that. Uh, and she says, so, you know, you're Darth Vader. Um, obviously you've got a busy schedule. Uh, so what, what is it that you want from me? And he, he comments, you are overly fond of speaking. And she says, well, I'm nervous. And so I just kind of ramble. Um, so what do you want? And he says, there was a time I had armies at my beck and call. That time has passed. If you recall recently, you know, Palpatine views him as a failure and allowing the Death Star to be destroyed and has put him under um, subjection to General Tag. And he also has some mystery guy that he won't tell Vader about, so Vader knows he needs he needs to look out for himself. So he says, I, have, I need resources of my own, private resources. And Aphra says, I was abstractly uh, meant to be delivering these two droids to the Grotta. Uh, to the droid grotto, they had another mission lined up, but you're my next mission, aren't you? And the next mission, and the next. You're what I've been looking for all my life. And she goes, well, that just gave me shivers. She said, so then, these are yours. What else do you need? So she basically gives him the droids, saying, you know, this is the beginning of your army. And he says, I need troops and unquestioning loyalty. And she says, hey, I understand who, who wouldn't want a phalanx of credible, restored battle droids. I know where to find them. The droid Grata wanted me to recover an unusual droid factory. It's under close watch by you Imperials, plus not exactly friendly locales, best bet. How do you feel about a secret mission to Geonosis, Lord Vader? And it shows Lord Vader, if, if a mask looks stunned and kind of like uh, not knowing what to say, that's what you see in Darth Vader's mask. That never changes, but it looks like he doesn't know what to say. And he, he says awkwardly like to the viewer, because we know... What happened on Geonosis? Vader says, "I have yeah. no feelings regarding Geonosis." <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of as the as the reader going, "Yeah, right." It's kind of funny. And so Aphra says, "Good, then we need to move. I won't let you down." And Vader says, "Why is Aphra? That would be a mistake." So heading to a droid factory under heavy watch by the Imperials, 
under the charge of one of the most powerful Imperials, but one that doesn't want the other Imperials to know that he's up to something. So that is Vader, number three. Next up in the rotation will be Vader, number four. So the very next issue that comes out will be the next one in this storyline, continuing Dr. Afra's involvement in helping Vader. So what did you think of this issue, You know, Chad? When I mentioned Vader, or Afra rather, you gave a... Yeah. And her... I just, you know, so this is the first one she's and in. And this but, one's not bad, yeah. I don't think. Like, the introduction of her is yeah. is is good. I think it gives it gives yeah. a cool... Not very kind of an Indiana Jones, and that seems to be kind of like what they're trying to do with this archaeologist future, obviously archaeologist thing. Um, yeah. But this issue is not bad. She's I think they try to make her a little too funny, you know, with the whole. She said at one point says the whole I'm afraid of the whole tall, tall dark and uh, able to kill me people. You yeah. Know, there's a little forced humor there, but overall I like the the introduction of the character. I like the introduction of the two droids, which I think are real good characters. Yeah. Um, and then Vader going to someone else for help is a different side that we didn't have not seen. He's a loner um, and only subjugated to Palpatine. And that's like the only interactions you really see until he tells Luke that we could destroy the Emperor and take over the galaxy. Um, but him going to someone else for help is is an interesting interesting view. So overall, I think it's a good good book. I'd probably give it a B overall. The art is pretty good. I enjoyed the art. Um, yeah, so overall good, I would say. Yeah, I give uh, I give the cover an A. I give the story a B. I give the art an A. Uh, you know, my my uh, displeasure with Afra, She's the story's fine. This comic, you know, like you said, you, you get to be introduced to her. Um, in this issue, she's fine. Um, and then you get the two new droids um, and. You know, it is interesting to see Vader, um, like you said, reach out for help, start to kind of formulate his own um, plans on what he needs to do to take care of himself. But the Dr. Afra character, you know, as the story progresses, she's just not she's just not one of my favorite characters. I, she kind of wears on me feels, personally. It kind of feels but a lot of people love her. Bit. Yeah, a lot of people like her though. She yeah, um she's supposed to get I don't know at one but at some point she's supposed to get her own action figure. Right. Yeah. Um which would be the first one from the comics, I believe. Right. A... Um unless you count like Thrawn. I don't know if yeah. that counts or not cuz that's Right. But um from these new comics, I guess I should say. So um So anyway, there you go. Uh It's a good storyline in total though. The whole Vader this you know this whole storyline is good just right. you know as we get into some of the dr afra stuff there's moments where i'm just like oh, okay right but yep. agreed well, there you go so there you go so join us next week uh for vader number four um if uh if for some reason you don't listen to the regular podcast we announced we we do have our website up now at starwarsrantpodcast.com be sure to check out our facebook uh page star wars rant podcast um, on Facebook and then, um, you know, keep checking back each week and, and hearing all the, uh, the comics. Um, also, if you don't listen to the regular podcast, we did talk about Captain Phasma number one on, uh, episode number 50 of our podcast. So if you want to hear that, be sure to check that out on episode number 50. Um, and make sure you come back next week. Chad, you got anything to say? 
That's it. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Rant Podcast with your host, Brian Seddon, along with Chad Viz. Follow them on Facebook at Star Wars Rant Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.